Hi, John. How are you this week? Hi, Elliot. Doing fine. Hope you're okay. I'm okay. Yep. Uh, this week, I saw a press release um, from the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office in the District of Columbia, and it was about um, the extradition of some North Korean nationals to the United States to stand trial for money laundering. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. And they, among other things, uh, being charged with avoiding uh, sanctions. So it was a it was a twofer. You know, it's dealing with uh, money laundering and sanctions evasion, which obviously is two key areas for our community. Uh, indeed. Um, first, um, they uh, indicate that it's the first ever extradition of, of any uh, North Korean nationals to the United States. Um, there's also, uh, it's interesting in some ways what's not in the uh, press release. So it's, uh, it doesn't name the country from which they were extradited. Um, uh, and it's, um, I would say, somewhat circumspect in how it described the investigation which I'm not sure what this means, but it was uh, this investigation was led by the uh, FBI's Minneapolis field office, which, um, you know, uh, presumably the first identification of something unusual going on somehow crossed their desk. And usually that's how the FBI decides who gets to run with it. Yeah, you know, I think that that's an important point, because we know that the FBI rotates agents throughout uh, various states and uh, and offices. So having an international impact uh, doesn't necessarily have to be in New York, Miami, or D.C. And that the agents are working throughout the country on cases. And in this this is a this is a perfect example of that. The other thing, just real quick, that I noticed um, going back to things that we care about in the AML uh, universe is the use of. Uh, front companies and phony bank accounts registered to the false names, that, that sort of thing, which none of that's new, but that was one of the tools used by the, uh, the co-conspirators. And that's obviously continues to be a, a challenge in the AML field is detecting the use of front companies. Yes. Um, so again, something that the, that we've been, we, the, uh, the community have been working on for years and years um, and, uh, and actually some changes coming out of the, uh, uh, anti-money laundering act will assist us with, uh, still is front and center. Uh, the other thing, uh, that I'm sure many of our listeners know is that the FBI actually has international offices and they talk about cooperation, uh, with foreign, in, with international partners, but I'm sure that there were uh, agents um, who, who actually office internationally who would have been involved in this kind of a thing. And in fact, their counterterrorism, uh, I'm sorry, counterintelligence division was uh, actively involved as well as the field office. Right. And they point out in the press release that FBI working with foreign authorities, which is, again, has been going on for, for quite a while, but that's, that's also a positive. And while the dollar amounts weren't, uh, excessive, the 1.5 million. Uh, they were attempts to violate not just U.S. sanctions but U.N. sanctions. Mm-hmm. And according to the indi- the indictment, uh, the key conspirator was affiliated with uh, uh, North Korea's primary intelligence organization. So that that to me is a a clear um, indicator of the importance that this administration is placing to 
uh, on on North Korea and their uh, various illegal activities. Yes, I, I agree with that. Um, obviously, for a very long time, the relationship between the United States and North Korea has been uh, rocky. Um, and even when it, there's been some effort uh, by one administration or another to see if there's a way to thaw it a little bit, it tends to end up remaining rocky. And clearly, uh, this kind of activity isn't going to make anybody feel um, uh, too excited about the idea of rushing to thaw it out without some real uh uh, concessions and that kind of thing. So, um, right. And, and I would just say, um, the reference to U S banks or correspondent banks was they, they were fooled by this as well. Uh, and no amount of, uh, beautiful letters between countries are going to change the fact that we need to stay on our toes on this. So I think it's again, an, an important announcement on a number of levels. And as you point out, uh, we need to continually remind everybody that the FBI does not just work on domestic issues, does a great job working with their foreign counterparts. Yes. Um, it'll be interesting to follow the case. I mean, this is only at the indictment stage. Right. Um, but uh, I would, I don't know this for a fact, but I would expect something like this could move reasonably quickly. Um, uh, they would, uh, I expect that the prosecutors had things pretty well lined up um, before they would issue an indictment in uh, where they were going to have an extradition because extradition is, you know, a complicated matter all by itself. Right. So if people want to read the, the press release, it's uh, Wednesday, March 24th, DOJ's U.S. Attorney's Office in the District of Columbia. So with that, uh, Elliot, have yourself a good, safe weekend. You too. Talk right. Next week. Bye bye. See you.